0: Episode 29 of the Sources Say Podcast, your go to Kentucky basketball and recruiting podcast on the growing KSR Podcast Network. I am your host, Jack Pilgrim of Kentucky Sports Radio, and today I have a little bit of a treat for our listeners. So today's episode is not going to be like most episodes. I'm not in Louisville or Lexington recording with Travis. I don't have. David Sisk on the phone, it's, it is 100% just me, myself, and I. And the reason for that is because I am actually in St. Louis, Missouri, getting ready to sit down with none other than 2020 Kentucky Basketball Signee Cameron Fletcher At Vashon High School As he gets ready for his senior night on February 26th, it's going to be a Big, big show um, I'm I'm very excited for this interview, I actually Drove over from Louisville This morning, took about four hours To get over here and uh, um, it's, it's exciting, I got to meet some of the People at his school, he's actually out Right now, getting ready for his, for his Senior night uh, festivities And then when he gets back, he is going To sit down with us and it is going to be one heck of a time we're going to learn a little bit about who he is as a person you know what he's like as you know off the basketball floor what he likes to do I know I kind of mentioned a couple several months back um, after some of these kids signed that that I wanted to make sure Kentucky fans got to know these kids a little bit more before they 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 got on campus I know there There have been some complaints especially over the Last couple years that that Kentucky Fans really don't know who these Players are until um, You know until midseason You know as as we're starting to Approach postseason play it seems like The it seems like fans are just Starting to understand who they you know who these Kids personality you know what their personalities Are like and and who they really are And then a lot of them end up End up leaving going for the to the NBA draft So I wanted to kind of cut Cut that part out and, and kind of expedite the process a little bit for fans, so you guys know who these players are before they set foot on campus. We've talked to coaches, we've talked to some parents, we've we've uh, you know we we've tried to um, kind of explore our you know push our boundaries a little bit with who we're who we're getting to know, trying to get as many personalities involved as possible. Um, and and now we are going to start with with Cameron Fletcher himself on on this show. So without further ado, let's jump right into our interview with. Kentucky signee Cameron Fletcher. We are now happy to be joined in person by 2020 Kentucky basketball signee Cameron Fletcher. Cam, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Can't well, complain. Well, thanks for joining me on your big on, on your big day. Got yourself a haircut. Looking yeah. looking good. Ready to go. Um, so senior night, man. What, uh, what's it like to kind of? It, you know, you're, the last four years here, this chapter's kind of closing to, ha- you know, have your friends and family in attendance. What, what's this going to be like?
1: It's going to be good. Um, I'm happy, but also, like, sad at the same time because of my last home game. Like, where I played four years, it, it went by so fast. So, I mean, it should be a good game tonight.
0: So, yeah. Um Fans have, have gotten to know B.J. Boston because of you know the chaos that comes with Sierra Canyon and all that. People know Terrence Clark a little bit because you know he's a top five kid and, and he, you know he's kind of been in the spotlight for a long time. Um, but a lot of fans don't know Cam Fletcher. They don't know who he is. You know where he came from. What's his upbringing like and all that. So kind of we want to use this as an opportunity to for, for you to kind of tell your story. Tell tell uh, fans the the Cameron Fletcher story. So um, you know right from the jump. How would you describe your personality? Um, you know, what do you like to do outside of basketball? Give, give me a, a day in the life of, of Cam Fletcher. Uh,
1: my personality, I mean, I feel like I'm just a cool kid. Like, every, I'm just cool. Everything about me is cool. Like, outside of basketball, it's just like to hang with friends or, like, bond with my teammates more stuff like that uh, play video games or like hang out go out with my friends
0: i like uh I, I talked to sky clark um he was on the show last week he said um like you know, you know one of the ra- random things he does that, that people don't know about like he's learned how to play the piano and play the guitar is there something that's like you know what, what's something about you that nobody else knows out there that people might be you know that might think is interesting about you
1: I say I like to sing in the shower. Sing in the shower. Uh, yeah. w-
0: w- what kind of song? What's your favorite favorite song to sing? I don't really
1: have a favorite song. It's just like it just comes to mind. Then the first thing I do is just sing in the shower. I like listening to music, so whatever song comes on in the shower, then that's when I just get to sing in it.
0: Like, like R&B type singing or like, like rapping? Like rap. yeah. or, okay, okay, I got you. Um, talk to me about St. Louis. What was it like growing up in this area um, you know, going to school here at Vashon and, and, you know, what what does this city mean to you?
1: It, it means a lot to me. Like, going up to St. Louis, like, not too many people, like, make it out far to, like, go, like, to the NBA or, like, make it out big, so I mean, St. Louis is, like, a pretty hectic city but, like, staying away from all that, it made me, like, a better person because I'm not, like, worried about, like, all the murdering and stuff because I have nothing to do with it. But it's, like, it's a big city and, uh, like, it's hard to make it out because so much people hate on you and you never know, like, when your time is gonna come, so that's why you just stay out the way of all that, and then like do big things like I'm doing, like travel out of town, so you won't really like be here as much to where like it can happen to you. Was
0: was it hard to kind of stay, um, you know, kind of stay level-headed and grounded, and know like, okay, I'm I could make it somewhere pretty massive in basketball if I kind of just keep my head on straight and and do that. Like, how hard was it to was it to to keep your head on straight and and go down the path that you're going on right now as opposed to you know where where it could have been from this area, you know?
1: was kind of hard because like growing up knowing that you like was like not really good and like you never really had anything and now just all of a sudden like in a snap when you get to working hard and then it's like big like when you get the popular around the school and then like you got a lot of fans and so like that. So you look
0: at guys like Brad Beal or um, you know Jason Tatum, guys that came from from this area um, and you know they're dominating at the NBA level, um, do you look up to the the guys that didn't make it out of this area and that are thriving, do you kind of you know hope to mirror that same level of success? And kind of are you like, are you using those those guys as as kind of um, you know platforms of, of what you're of what you're hoping to accomplish in, in life?
1: Yeah, some of the guys that didn't make it out, I look up to because like they're telling me like what they did that I shouldn't do to where like what stopped them from making it. Like Jimmy McKinney, he told me like he he tells me like the stuff that he did. He don't want me to do so, cause he wants me to make it. So, w- what would you say? um, Who or
0: what is your b- biggest inspiration in life? I know uh John Calipari kind of goes to recruits and he asks, like, what is your why? Like, what why do you, why do you play basketball? Why do you you know want to make it to the NBA? What would you say your why is? And and you know, kind of what what or who is your biggest inspiration?
1: My why, I think. Why I say. My mom, because mom. I don't want her to stop working, and she does so much for me. So I just want to tell her like one day, like she can stop working, and then she don't have to worry about anything else. What's
0: what's your relationship like with her? Strong, You got strong bond. It's my mom.
1: I love to death. What,
0: what? How important is you know? Is it for for you to you know when when you made your decision to go to Kentucky and and kind of just how you know how you've made every decision along the way with your basketball process? How much? Uh, have you kind of made her the focal point of the, the middle of that decision and kind of said, you know I want to do this for her like well how, how important was it that that your mom was kind of in the middle of all your decisions?
1: It was very important because like my mom wanted me to choose the best for me and I didn't just want to go anywhere and then like I Think back like oh, I chose the wrong school. So she helped me out a lot of that, but also like thinking like I'm gonna be so far away from home without her, but I couldn't like think like that because it's not about her right now, so I just have to think, like, the next after that to, like, get to the lead. So I'm just trying to go to where so I can get to the lead and, like, you know, what, what and win a national
0: championship. What would you say is the best advice your mom ever gave you growing up? Like, what, what was one thing that kind of kind of stuck with you in, when, when she was parenting you and, and you were growing up in, in her household that, that you kind of, kind you know, stuck with you and, and said, man, that, that's, how, you know, that's how I want to live my life?
1: Um, when she told me, like, don't listen to others, just be who you are. Um,
0: basketball, or actually, actually, before we get into that, before we get into basketball, I read a story that your mom actually wanted you to go into track originally. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 uh, what, what kind of led you? Did you, did you run track originally?
1: Yeah, I, I did for a couple years, but I really don't like it was just too much running for me. How come, just for no reason.
0: Why did she want you to go, go to track so bad as opposed to as opposed to basketball? Because she ran track and my sister ran track. So what about that? What led you to basketball as opposed to – did you play any other sports? Football. Football. What what led you to basketball versus, you know, track or or football or any, any other sports that you were potentially
1: playing? I really don't know, honestly. I just thought I was good, so then – I kept getting better at the sport, then I just played that
0: what what position do you play in football? Receiver. Were you good? Yeah, I was good. I was good. So what what kinda of separated you on the basketball floor as opposed to you know, did did, did you kinda of decide like oh, i I it could was, be special in basketball or did you think if like if, if you kept going in, in football could you do you think you could have been special in football or, or was what, it just a love for the game? What what was that like?
1: Football was just too much like it was cold and hot as like you know, it was just so much, then I really't like tagging and hitting people, so it was just too much, so
0: what made you fall in love with basketball um you know what wh- how old were you when you first picked up a basketball and then kind of like what what was that defining moment for you where you were like man this this is this is this is kind of the love of my life like I'm in love with a game of basketball,
1: what really made me start playing basketball was my big brother like when he used to have high school practice i used to go and shoot on the side. Oops, then i just started loving the game of basketball like liking it and then ever since i just started loving it as i got better and better when did you kind of look at look
0: at yourself in the mirror and go like did you have like a moment playing basketball where you you kind of looked at yourself and were like i could be good good like not just not just like dominating in little rec league and all that stuff but like like when did you kind of have that moment where you were like this this could like I can make a living playing basketball.
1: I started noticing like sophomore year, I say.
0: Did did you have like an on court like dunk or like was what was the like the specific moment you think where, where you kinda realize like wow I'm better than everybody else out on this on this floor?
1: Um when we was down I was down in Missouri State in the summertime for like a little it was like a little team camp. Then I was just dominating like every game, then I started like realizing that I'm really good so I started taking it like more serious.
0: What what is your your training schedule like with basketball? Like how how often do you get in the gym right now? Like what what give, give me a uh, a day in the life basketball focused like specifically.
1: Mm. So it's like I wake up in the morning, go work out. This is on the school day, so I work out like six in the morning, and then go to school, go to class. Some on B days I have like a gym class, so I like get extra shots up on the gun, shoot. Then I go to practice at three thirty, at the practice out at like seven, I get more shots up at the practice. And then this is this is that.
0: How how would you best describe your game for people that, that aren't familiar with you? That that um you know, you, you can obviously see see highlights online and all that stuff, but like for for somebody that has never seen you play basketball at all, like what how would you give you give yourself a scouting report?
1: About me, I say I play very hard. A re- big rebounding machine. Can hit the open three. Uh, I got a nice one dribble pull up. I just got a motor. So,
0: like, I, so I know when 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 you committed. The Kentucky basketball staff put out that video of like the who's the who's next video that mm-hmm. they always put out. And the video they used, I believe, was of Michael K. Gil- Gilchrist. Is that right? Yeah. What you know is that kind of a guy that you've you know you could kind of see yourself being that kind of like you know defensive stopper um, you know the two way two way threat where it's kind of a, you know you know all intensity that that kind of guy what what how would you, you know was there anybody in particular that you molded your game after was a guy like Michael Kidd Gilchrist how you know w- w- what what was that kind of like
1: uh, not really I mean he's a very good player but I don't really model my game after him you know. who do you model it after. I say Paul George. Paul George, yeah.
0: And what what kind of things have you kind of picked up from his game that you that you're kind of you know trying to trying to implement with your your own game?
1: Really, just the way he shoots and how he plays. Um, his game, he's just smooth. So, I, just, I like it.
0: How, what would you say your biggest strength strengths are on the on the floor, and kind of what what your biggest weaknesses are?
1: My biggest strengths, I say, rebounding and playing hard, and my. Weaknesses, left hand, and moves getting into the basket. How
0: how do you think your game has grown since you know from the first you know since you first got here? Um, you know the, even that sophomore year, year moment you were talking about where you kind of realized like like damn I'm real like I, I could be legit good mm-hmm. versus now like what kind of growth have you seen you seen personally?
1: I said a lot of growth because when I first got here I really couldn't even dunk for real, and then just at the freshman year I could start dunking and then. Got to shoot better and just working on my crap every day, and start taking it more serious.
0: In terms of of your your decision and and you know first off just like how excited are you to be a Kentucky Wildcat? I'm, I'm like
1: very excited. That's a dream come true.
0: You picked. Uh, I think you picked kentucky back in the summer so it was it been like seven months since you since you went uh what you know what's it like now seven months you you know you're signed you're officially ready to go like you know just how, how excited are you to to officially be a wildcat
1: i'm very excited i can't wait um i feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be good because coach cal was like very honest with me and coach Payne was like very honest with me told me what i had to do coming in and that's what i really wanted like an honest coach not just telling me like we're going to get you in to be one and one and done. Like, tell me the honest truth and let me know what it is.
0: Your recruitment, it wasn't easy, but it was almost to the point like like you you kind of narrowed it down to you know three four schools, and then I think you narrowed it down to two with with Missouri and Kentucky, I mm-hmm. believe. And uh, it seems like you got on campus at, at Kentucky, and it was like done deal. Like as soon as you got on campus, you you commit. I think you showed up on Thursday. And then you were there Friday, and then did it – I think it became official on that Saturday or that Sunday. That I can't, Sunday. That's that Sunday. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, it was like, you know, going into the visit, you didn't necessarily know that you were going to be, you know,
1: committing. Yeah. What kind of made you go, all right, I'm ready to get this thing over with? Mm. Just hanging with the team. It felt like they treated me like I was already there. Like, they treated me like I was family. So, that just made me feel even better. Like, not really knowing me, but treating me like I was already on the team that made me feel better. So
0: a lot of people don't know what it's like to be, you know, kind of a, you know, a a recruit for a day. Like, you know, to be on an official visit at Kentucky in Lexington with the Kentucky coaching staff, seeing the facilities, walk me through what – that trip was like and why it was such like a game changer for you like you know what what did you do on the trip what were some of the specific things that kind of that you looked at and said oh this this is why i i need to end up at kentucky
1: Mm. i really liked how the coaches like when we first started our trip it was like all about academics they didn't like jump to just basketball so i could tell like they really cared about how my grades are how i was gonna be like outside of basketball inside the classroom then after that that's what we got onto, like the basketball part of the visit, and then they just got to telling me, like, being honest with me, telling me like what I was gonna have to do coming in. It wasn't gonna be easy, and like it's no favoritism in college. Like,
0: I think I I saw a story that said that you talked to the current players and a few former players too um, while you were on your visit, or like you talked mm-hmm. to them on the phone. Something. Who who were those players and um, the former players, and and what kind of advice did they give you?
1: uh I talked to Tyler Hero. He just told me just coming in just play hard and don't worry about nobody else but you. And then like your stuff will come. Just play hard defense cuz coach Kyle loves defense. So he was just like play hard, play very good defense then like your time gonna come. What
0: does it mean to you to have like, you know, that kind of family atmosphere to know that like like Tyler Hero who is now Tyler Hero, like I mean, he's balling in the NBA right yeah. now to where he valued his time at Kentucky so much that he felt the need to talk to you personally, and I mean, like you know, not just you, but uh, you know, BJ Boston said that that former players talk to him, and and it seems like all the all the guys that are signing right now that are just about to like that that you know that La Familia thing that that Calipari talks about all the time. What does that you know What does that mean to you that you're now becoming one of those? you know, one of those people, you know, by the time you leave Kentucky, there's going to be a a kid like you growing up that they're going to be asking you the same questions. What's it, you know, why should I go to Kentucky and all that? Like, what does it mean to join that kind of, you know, that family?
1: It means a lot because I know, like, they're not going to tell me anything wrong or just tell me something. I want to hear they're being honest with me. And just being at Kentucky just felt good to me just because it was a dream come true and it was just Kentucky. So it was really unbelievable. Yeah. Um, What was what was
0: his message to you, John Calipari's message to you in particular, um, you know, where where he said, you know, this is how you fit in with this team and this is, you know, we need you in
1: Lexington. Um, My motor running like transition offense and defense, rebounding the ball. He told me I was a rebounding machine. He told me I can put the ball in the hole and that he could if I just come in and do what I got to do, I could be a pro. How do you,
0: how did he think you you fit with the other guys? Um, I know BJ was the only guy that that committed. In fact, I think he you committed the weekend right after he did, mm-hmm. right? Um, I know at the time he was the only guy, but now now that UK has has six guys and, and, and you know how do you think you fit in with those guys? For, you know, and, and what what's your relationship with with them right now?
1: I think I fit in very well. We have like tight relationship. We have a little group chat we got going on. We talking like every other day. So I feel like it'll be pretty good because we got a little bond going on already.
0: Is there a player that you're most comfortable with, most familiar with, uh, like uh, like do you have a not a best friend of the group, but like you know w- one person that that you kind of you you kind of bonded with the most that you're most like most excited about getting to Lexington with?
1: Um, I see everybody for real, but like the bond I got the strongest bond with is BJ and Terrence Clark. Now. I know Calipari's still going after a couple guys in
0: particular. I think um, they're looking looking at the front court because I think they're expect UK is expecting to lose right now. I think EJ um, EJ Nick and Nate Sestina. So they you know they're kind of fresh fresh out in the front court. Mm-hmm. They're looking to replace replace guys. Or is there anybody in particular that you're wanting to play with that that you think could potentially come? Or have you been talking to anybody? Have you been recruiting or no, anything like that?
1: I haven't been talking to anybody for real because. I would just focus on the high school season right now and winning state. So now I really haven't been talking to anyone.
0: Is there anybody that like you you're interested in playing with? Like, you know, I know Greg Brown's still out there. I know that um UK's interested in, in Paolo, Banchero potentially reclassifying, you know, guys guys like that 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 are still technically on the board that uh that, you know, you never know.
1: Nah, not really. Do you think you guys need a, Yeah, I think know, I a, think we can use like all the help we can for real, but I'm not out looking for anybody. For real. I feel like we are loaded right now. Are Are you worried about
0: like Are you one of those guys that I'm not worried about no one. That that that's kind of what I'm asking. Like, do you, do you kind of have that mentality where you're like, I don't care who comes. We yeah, could I'm, have we could have 30 people, yeah, you know, really walk ons car- and all that hit. stuff coming in that that are good. Or or would you kind of prefer to have you know your own carved out role that you know like what 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 is your mindset about about the
1: roster nah, and kind I'm of how w- it plays out. I wouldn't say that because I don't want anything to be easy for me. Just, like, hand it to me, because I work for everything I got now. So, like, if anybody comes in, I really will not care. I'm not scared of no one. Like, I'm not really – there's no pressure on me. Like, so, I mean, I'm not really nervous or nothing.
0: What about this team? Have you been watching this year's this year's team at all? Yeah. What, what do you think about them? They're
1: good. They're good. Do you think – like, give me – I mean, it could be better, like, I feel like playing together – I really I'm not like a college player yet so I really right. don't know like the like what's going on cuz I'm not there with them so but, but did, I
0: mean, like when you watch them do you think like oh this team this team could win it all Yeah yeah
1: yeah I feel like that for real, for sure Did you watch last last night's game the yeah, yeah. Texas thing A&M. A&M. what what would you think about that game It was a pretty good game Emmanuel Mayo has been he's been hooping,
0: so He's yeah. Uh, yeah. He's been hoping. Definitely. Definitely he's hoping. Uh give me uh give me your scouting report of this team. Like what do you you know what what do you think their biggest strengths are? Your biggest like put on put on your your basketball and you know like analyst hat and and kind of give give me that the the scouting breakdown of this team. Uh Big, biggest strengths, biggest, you know, who who's 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 going to be the difference maker in the NCAA tournament,
1: you know, stuff like that. I say Ashton Higgins. Why? Why is he gonna be the difference maker? Just because of his defense, not just because of his defense, but defense has a lot to do with the game. So I say that him and then the offensive end, I say Tyrese Maxey, cause he he can shoot the ball very well.
0: What you know when when you um, you know when you look at a guy like Emmanuel quickly, you look at you know Nick Richards, P.J. Washington, even from last year, and you kind of see that that they were two-year – you know, two – and Nick Richards is even a three-year guy, that you can kind of look at their paths and know, um, you know, they weren't a one-and-done. They yeah. they had their struggles right away, but they still develop. And now, like, Amanda Quickley's is an NBA player. Nick Richards could be a first-rounder. P.J. Washington was a lottery pick. Like, how how important is that to you knowing that, like, like – I'm going to a place where development, like I'm going to develop into an NBA. You know, I, I, you know, Calipari talks about everybody's on their own path and and stuff like that. But like, you know, that you signed up for a place that that you know that you are going to develop. Is that kind? Of, is it kind of like comforting knowing that
1: you're you're going to a place like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, my goal coming in not just to be like a one and done. That's not a goal, but like if it happens, if it happens. I'm be like very happy. But coming in, I just wanna. Play, win a national championship and have fun. Yeah, you know. But I come in like I'm not coming in just to look for to being the one that done uh, if it takes two years or three years, I'm still gonna be happy but
0: Now I I know the like the all star stuff came out and, and I think all five signees got you know if it if it wasn't you know I think even Lance Ware got the like Allen Iverson Classic and and all that stuff you know I, you did have you gotten selected for for any of them mm-hmm. like do you feel like slighted do you feel upset that that yeah you, I was upset like, you but
1: there? it don't do nothing but just make me work harder cause I really I did, can't I can't control that didn't you put out like something like like
0: only you know. Only makes me work harder.
1: Yeah, or, okay. So you, I think you put something on something on social media. Yeah, don't about do that. nothing But make me work harder. I'm not really. true. I'm mad about it, but there's nothing I can do now. Like, I can't control like who picks for them, so I can't stay mad for long. I just keep working.
0: Did you think like you deserve to yeah. to
1: get on one of one? Was there one that like
0: you thought that you were gonna like you were gonna get or? Yeah. Uh, Cause I know, I know. I talked to Devin Askew's dad in, um up at the Hoop Hall Classic a couple of weeks back, um, and it was right after the McDonald's stuff stuff happened. And, and he said, uh, like, we knew we weren't gonna necessarily get McDonald's, but like, they kind of they kind of knew they were gonna get Jordan. Like, did you think that you were gonna get one of them, or, or? yeah, I, thought I was
1: gonna get like at least Jordan or Allen Iverson. But I'm like not tripping for
0: how you know do.
1: How much does that make
0: you work harder, knowing that like, like I know you kind of said stuff in the past. Like, I mean, you're still like a, a you know top forty, top fifty level, but like you know, do you kind of have that that chip on your shoulder going into Kentucky, like like knowing like, man, I've been doubted for for these last in these last couple years. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I keep getting doubted. You know, how much does that kind of push you to work even harder to kind of like overcompensate for that?
1: It Pushes me a lot because I just knowing. That's some people that, that got selected, like, I know I'm better than him, but other people don't think it, so I just got to prove them wrong. Now,
0: I know Kentucky has um, – they've had, like, guys like Tyler Hero, who was ranked similar to you. Shea, Shea Gildas Alexander was ranked similar to you. Do you kind of, like, see that, in, like, that too and go, okay, Kentucky has a track record of – like, I know, like, I might not be a one-and-done, but Kentucky has a track record of putting guys like you – in the NBA after one year, yeah, I like, like that. Does that is that kind of your mindset? Yeah, that you I think be you? thinking
1: like this sometimes.
0: Like, do you do you look in the mirror and think like, well, I look, I, 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 I could I be like, the next
1: Shea, I could be the next Tyler Hero, I could be the next, yeah. Or I look up like, how many NBA players were like McDonald All-Americans and some that didn't make it that were McDonald All-Americans? I look up stuff like that. As far as tonight goes, what you know. How
0: many fans, or how many you know, family members do you hope to have in in, in the stands? You know what, what what kind of friend? What is what is this final moment going to be for you um, as a player to kind of walk through for that final? Not you know, I'm, your your career's not over yet, but but to you know walk through those doors one final time at Vichon and and kind of be there in front of your family, be there in front of your friends. Like you know, what what is this moment going to be like for you?
1: It's just another game to me. Really? Yeah. Why is that? It's just another game. I don't really like all this scene and that. It's just regular to me, for real. To be honest, I just I'm just ready to play.
0: Um, playoffs. When does that start? Um, Saturday, I think. Yeah, Saturday. What kind of um, you know, state title dreams? Like, you know, what kind of what what are what are you hoping to get out of out of this this postseason? You know, process. I want to win my third state title. All right, one final message for Big Blue Nation. Um, why should they be excited for for Cameron Fletcher coming to Lexington? Because I won't let them down. You won't let them down. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, this was Cam Fletcher, uh, future future Kentucky Wildcat man. I, I appreciate you jumping on with me. That Thank was, 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 was a lot of fun. And that was our interview with Kentucky signee Cam Fletcher. Uh, we really appreciate him coming on and, and talking with us and, and breaking down who he is as a person and and man it was he was just so insightful talking about, you know, what his why is, his relationship with his mother and, and just kinda of how how um, passionate he is about the city of St. Louis. It was really, really insightful interview. We really appreciate him jumping on, and we look forward to doing more stuff like this. Hopefully, um, hopefully we can get some some more guys on, and we, we're continuing to add special guests. and And hopefully, you, hopefully this is something you enjoyed, and uh, um, we're we're going to keep pushing for it. This this was a lot of fun. We really appreciate him coming on. Um, with that. I believe we are going to try. Um, I believe on Thursday night to sit down with with. You know, get back on our normal groove with with Travis Graf and David Sisko of Cats Illustrated. Um, we have a lot to break down, specifically with with Kentucky's win over Texas A&M, uh, their upcoming game against Auburn, their push for the SEC regular season uh, crown, and uh, a whole lot more recruiting news and and updates and 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 all of that good stuff. So once again, we want to thank Cam Fletcher for jumping on the show with us. And with that, we will be back for another jam-packed sources say podcast you can reach out to me on twitter at jack pilgrim ksr or via email j pilgrim at kentucky sports feel free to reach out about sponsorship opportunities uh i will be there to to you know break down all the details if you're interested in them i uh will be be around so with that we will see you next time